Manchester, Vermont is a popular holiday destination dating back to the 1800s. Known for its shopping outlets, ski lodges, but what you might miss is its two particular driving experiences. Bags packed. Mirrors adjusted. GPS set. We're road trip ready. I'm Chris. And I'm Danielle. We're two road trip enthusiasts collectively clocking in hundreds of miles. Or kilometers. A year exploring the U.S. and Canada. Now, if you love discovering new destinations. And hidden gems. The best kept secrets locals cherish. And ways to make your road trips more enjoyable. And affordable. You're in the right place. Time to shift into drive and get you road trip ready. Whether you're looking for rest or want to spend your days exploring, for a small Vermont mountain town, Manchester offers historic attractions, art, galleries, museums, shopping, and outlets, plenty of restaurants and watering holes, thrilling driving experiences, hiking, fly fishing, golf, music festivals, and so many other types of outdoor recreation. Now, you're probably wondering where Manchester is. I mean, the only Manchester I know is the one that's in the UK. But Manchester has been welcoming tourists since mid-1800s. Manchester is a well-known vacation destination, a few hours' drive from major cities like Burlington, New York City, and Boston. And for us Canadians, we're talking Burlington, Vermont, not Burlington, Ontario. Just putting that out there. So, Chris, I know you do lots of adventures, all different types. The question I have for you is, have you been off-roading before? Well, I mean, come on now. I have a Jeep Wrangler. So, you know, off-roading is kind of like a thing that you must do if you own a Jeep Wrangler. And if your Jeep is clean, other Jeep people get upset with you because your Jeep should be filthy, muddy, and dirty. Um, Plus, you know, we have snow up here. Lots of snow. So driving the Jeep through snow is tons of fun. And I can drive up and over curbs. I mean, why not on people's lawns? Who cares? Because I can. I, 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 you know, I'm joking. I I wouldn't drive on your grass, but I have gone up and over curbs when I'm just making like, you know, a U-turn because I don't need to, you know, do a three-point turn. I could just go up and over the curb because I can, because I have a Jeep. That's all I'm saying. Anyways, um, but no, like um, like extreme off-roading, like what you've done, uh, I don't think I've, I've done anything like that. Oh, and a big shout-out to Kat, uh, Catherine Dixon from Catherine Anywhere. Um, I believe her handle's at Catherine Anywhere. Um, she's like a crazy, she's a G, another Jeep person, and she does some wild Jeep stuff. Like, um, if you ever check out one of her channel or her channel, she does some crazy Jeep stuff. So shout out to her. I've never been off-roading until I went to Vermont, and it was literally so exhilarating and thrilling and a little scary. <laughs> a little scary. In Manchester, there's the Land Rover Experience, and this is where they have off-roading instructors, they have steep inclines, declines, natural obstacles, they have ruts and rock crawls, and you're deep in the Vermont countryside. So lots of mud everywhere, and this was wintertime when we went and I was a little nervous because, you know, there are people who can just 
rent the Land Rovers and just go on their own and do their own thing. You can also bring your own vehicle to always read the website. You know, this could be outdated information, but always read the website. But from what I understood is that that was possible. And I was just super nervous to be in the driver's seat. So I picked to be in the passenger seat, uh, in the you know front passenger seat. And it was just fascinating to see our instructor, how he was handling all of just the different obstacles and literally this like amazing body of work that the these vehicles, like all they can do. At one point we were almost like 90 degrees tilted. We were so, I could touch the ground. Like I could, I was in the car and we were so tilted that I could touch the ground, right? It was insane. It was insane. Um, So it was super thrilling. And it was one of those things that when I think of Manchester, it wasn't the first thing that came to mind, but these are the unique driving experiences that when you go to Manchester, if you want to have that kind of rugged experience out in the wilderness, like you can, and I appreciated it. And I was actually thinking of like, you need to bring my my husband out here. Like, this is a great Valentine's Day gift, or this is just like, I love you gift or something, you know? Uh, yeah. So it was so, so, so fun and cool. Um, when we go off-roading here for the, for the most part, we're doing these like, um, backcountry type of trails, right? So for the most part, these Jeep trails are going to be relatively flat. Um, you know, you're going to have some inclines and some, and some, you know, uh, declines and you may have obviously a lot of mud and a lot of water and, but you're, you're definitely not, I mean, I wouldn't go on my own on trails where we're tilting so much that I can touch the ground. Like I'm not doing stuff like that. Just, just to be clear. Like, I mean, like, yeah, you know, I'll drive over your lawn and run over your snowman that you left up in March. But, but you know, I, I ain't, I ain't going up and down the <laughs> boundaries, but, but just to be clear, but I mean, those types of trails do exist. But I feel that you have to have a certain level of skill there in order to do that kind of stuff. So I would imagine that in your situation, um, those people, like they, if you feel confident enough to do that stuff on your own, that means that you've been doing that stuff already. Uh, you know, but um, yeah, just to be clear, like, I, I ain't I ain't that kind of Jeep person. Like I ain't doing that kind of stuff, just saying. <laughs> at, at, worst, at worst case scenario, maybe I might get stuck somewhere. You know, I'm I'm telling you, like it was so I was literally holding on to that thing on the right where you're holding on or the left, you know, I don't know what the proper term is. And it you were just we were moving. We were moving so much and it was just again, like I just never experienced anything like that. And like for those who aren't familiar with what off-roading is. Let's give you a proper definition. So off-roading is when you're driving on unpaved surfaces like mud, snow, rocks, sand, and other natural terrain. What you mentioned, Chris, was important because I felt like even though I was in the passenger seat having this thrilling adventure, I definitely could see how folks who want to develop their driving skills 
they can absolutely do that in this type of environment when you have an instructor, because that one-on-one coaching from an expert instructor will help you to navigate those like challenging terrain and like refine your technique. So you feel more confident so that you can do all types of drivings and all different types of intense conditions. I definitely feel like I can see myself going back and maybe actually doing more of an instructional versus more of like, Hey, Oh my gosh, because I have like these big aspirations of like doing the ring road in Iceland. And that is, uh, great in the summer, but in the winter, we know it's very icy and dicey. You know what I mean? So building our confidence is one of the things I feel like is really fantastic for those looking for not only a thrill, but also that learning and development and the driving skills part as well. Yeah, that's, that, that is really cool. And that is really, and I would definitely love to be able to, you know, take the driving a Jeep in that type of environment, like those extreme type of conditions. Um, that would be something I would love to learn. Um, yeah, but that said, I mean, I don't know if this matters or not, but, but my Jeep is, is manual. So that's a whole nother level of, of problems that I think I would need to, to, to deal with, uh, in terms of them kind of extreme terrains. Uh, so, uh, just something to put out there. Um, I think I'm pretty sure your the vehicles that you were in were probably all automatic, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, that would be another thing that I would have to kind of consider as well. Absolutely. So yes, our vehicles were automatic. So that was easy peasy for the most part. And you know, what's funny enough, I don't think we ever went above two miles an hour. So this is the most thrilling experience I had at two miles an hour. Like that, I mean, it was <laughs> so slow, but it doesn't feel like it, you know? But what do you think? You're going to go like 60 miles an hour <laughs> <laughs> at 45 degree angles? <laughs> that doesn't sound good, right? Oh my goodness. But, you what know, overall... <laughs> <laughs> again it's like it's like especially with these kind of experiences you don't know what to expect right like yeah no, I, I know, when I, know. I go on the site like you see it but there's you just don't know overall we had lots of laughs lots of gas but just full-on belly laughs like we left that session with so much happiness and excitement and just a new way to experience Vermont. So at the time of the experience, it costs $275 per vehicle with up to three passengers. So I love that you have more than one and you can all come together and it's one price. So that's at the time of this experience. Okay. Um, so I think that's, that's wraps up the first experience, the Land Rover experience in Manchester. All right. So our second driving experience is the Mount Equinox Skyline Drive. This is another incredible Manchester, Vermont attraction. This five mile scenic drive to the highest peak in the Taconic Range promises mountain views as far as the eyes can see. As the longest privately owned paved toll road in the U.S., driving on the winding roads up to Mount Equinox, I recommend stopping at each viewpoint on the way up to marvel at the views and to take lots of photos. By the way, I don't know, Chris, if you know this, but our podcast cover art photo is actually driving up the Mount Equinox Skyline Drive. Did you know that? Oh, of, 
Of, of course, course I, I knew, knew that. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not know that. That's actually very cool. Oh, it's wow. such it's, like, yeah. I remember taking that photo and I was like, this photo is so beautiful. And it just literally captures like the essence of how I like to travel. Like I love viewpoints. And what I loved about this experience is that typically you're hiking up to the summit, right? With your two legs and you got to exercise. But this is a driving experience. Like there's no hiking, no walking allowed at all. In order for you to go up and down, you have to be in a vehicle, whether that's, you know, a car or a motorcycle. In fact, when I was actually driving up, I saw a huge fleet of motorcycles, like just a motorcycle club that was coming down. So it was it was literally quite amazing. The views, I love beautiful views. And the fact that I don't have to actually work for the view, I don't have to actually do any like laborious sweating. I love that, you know, and we were traveling with my mom and my son, who of course is in his car seat. So I don't have to think about you know, his comfortability because we're just all together going up. And it's such a long, like it's such a long drive. It's five miles. So it wasn't like, okay, a couple minutes. We were literally like on the road going up for quite a bit of time. And every time I saw like a little area to take a photo, I was like, we need to take a photo. We need to stop, take a photo and just enjoy the view because you can see so much beyond just your Manchester area. You can also see Burlington, Rutland. You can see Killington Mountain, New Hampshire, New York, and the Adirondack Mountains off in the distance. So at the summit, it's 365 degree views of just mountains and beauty. It is so breathtakingly beautiful and epic as well. Oh my gosh, you had me at like sweeping views and no hiking. So just going to put that out there. Um, but yeah, I mean, that sounds amazing. So how long, how long is that drive? Like going up the five miles, like how long is, how long did that take? And was it like constantly going up steep or was it like gradual? So you can expect to spend around 20 minutes. I would say as the, as you're driving up gradually, uh, but there are sections where there's a s- steep incline. I remember my mom driving and you heard the car. I was like, you know, it felt <laughs> like it was doing it. It was like the car was flexing muscles. I had it flexed in a while, you know? So yes, it was definitely a steep incline to the top of the summit, especially as, as we're getting very, very close to the top. Definitely. I remember the car was like telling us that it's working a lot. It's working a lot. Just so you know, <laughs> this is a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only, I mean, the only experience that I had that's that's related to that is um, in uh, in Croatia because uh, my wife Gordana, she she has property in this little area of Croatia um, called Tiskovic, Tiskovac, Tiskovic. Anyways, and um, you know, in order to get to it, you have to kind of go around and over the mountains, which is really cool. So there's times where it's pretty steep or it's, it's gradual, but then there's times where if you look like to your left, like there's like a sharp drop, and it's just it's like, dude, you know what I mean? And then you see the sharp drop on one side, and on this side, it's just like all mountain, right? 
So it's just really cool to go in these little winding things and and no sweeping views because you're kind of like in the in the woods. But but that was that's the only kind of experience that I could say that is is um is relatable. Then once you get to where where Gordana's cottage is, like there's no internet, no Wi-Fi there. So that shows you how like remote you go into into the stuff. But yeah, but this sounds ridiculously cool. So, so, so cool. And I want to share with you all just something that I've learned also, because when I first signed up to go to uh, the Skyline Drive, the Mount Equinox Skyline Drive, I was really thinking about the views and the experience that we would have. But at the summit, you can visit the St. Bruno Scenic Viewing Center to learn more about the Order of Carthusians, a Catholic religious order of monks and nuns that vow silence and solitude and a life dedicated to prayer. So at the top, you're going to go to this viewing center and you can see their dress. You can learn about um, how they live and just the founding of this Catholic religious order. So a little bit about the Carthusians. The Carthusians are a Catholic religious order founded by St. Bruno in 1084 where he led the small band of followers into the wilderness of the French Alps to fully embrace the call of Jesus Christ. Stripped of comforts, they built a small log of cabins 4,000 feet above sea level. This became the first charter house. Over 900 years later, there are 21 Carthusian monasteries around the world that continue St. Bruno's legacy. The charter house of the Transfiguration Monastery, the first settlement of Carthusian monks in the United States, which dates to 1950, is based in Arlington, Vermont. So that's a bit of for people who are interested in history that, yes, this Skyline Drive is a privately owned paved road that is also under the Carthusian uh, religious order, which I think is quite fascinating. And because of their vocation to solitude and silence and life of prayer, the monastery is not open to visitors, but you, as you're driving up to the summit, you could actually see their quarter. You can see their charter house, you know, off the distance down the valley. So again, Super fascinating. It's like a story within a story, which I thought was pretty cool. Typically, we're thinking of road trips as like we're going to the destination. But now that we're in a destination, we could still use our cars to have these incredible experiences, whether it's thrilling and you're tilting 90 degrees or you are chasing the best view in the city. It's so incredible. And I could just imagine like fall foliage time. Mm. I'm like, Can you imagine like literally it's wilderness as far as the eyes can tell. Like I can see it like there's you don't see buildings and no, it's literally wilderness, which is why I love Vermont, by the way, like (laughs) the greenery, they call it the Green Mountain State. And there's a reason because the greenery there, I feel like is incredible and unmatched. Oh, oh! But the fall colors would be stunning, though. Like I, I could already just by the way you're describing it with the Andorak, 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 Adirondack, Adirondack. <laughs> just the way you're describing with the Andorak. Oh gosh, my God. <laughs> okay, Adirondack. So, 
just just the way you're describing it with all the mountains and everything in the background um and then like all the foliage so i could only imagine like 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 you know those pops of orange yellow and and red and and spread throughout like that would be absolutely stunning uh i think you should do a return trip there in the fall just to capture that (laughs) i'm just saying i think i do i think i do so let's talk about the descent right because the going up is one, you know, one aspect of it. Now let's talk about going down. Okay. So when you're descending, drive carefully, take frequent breaks at the lookout spots to avoid burning out your brakes. Very important. Very, very important because these declines are very, very steep. And I remember my mom actually, while she was so excited about going up, the going down, she was quite nervous. Uh, so 20 minutes of going down in decline. So they they definitely will give you pointers on what to do and how to do it. And if you need clarification, ask and make sure you're comfortable with it. But it is quite an experience. So when you get to the top, mm-hmm. there's a viewing center that you can go to that you can look okay. at all the views. When you, um, there's a half mile trail you can take that will take you to a lookout point as well. There are restrooms up there. There's a gentleman up there who, if you have any questions, he can explain to you. There's about the monks who own the the mountain. Um, when you come down, we suggest that you put your car in low gear, pump the brakes, don't ride them. There's some beautiful scenic spots to stop at on the way down. We'll suggest you do that just to keep your brakes cool. For me, as the passenger, again, I wasn't driving, I was a passenger. It was fun. But for my mom as a driver, she said it was definitely a little bit nerve wracking for her. So only motor vehicles like cars and motorcycles are allowed on the Skyline Drive. Hiking, like we mentioned, walking and biking are not allowed. So as you're going down, make sure you're looking for other cars behind you, other cars in front of you as you're all descending. Just things to think about. Safety is so important. Again, you had me at no bicycles, no people, no hiking, only cars. Excellent. (laughs) That's perfect for me. Um, But yeah, you know what? That's interesting. I never thought about that um, because your brakes will get hot. Um, And I think I would even add another point to that. I would probably have your brakes looked at or something like that before you even go over there um, and make sure that they're working because you don't want your brakes to be like, like you're, you're, you got like your foot to the floor and the car ain't stopping. Like, you know what I mean? You don't want any of that stuff going on. But yeah, I didn't even think about that because yeah, your brakes do overheat. Um, so yeah, that, that is smart. You should kind of stop and let them cool down a little bit and then continue. Um, yeah, very good tip. Now I know that in this episode, we covered two unique driving experiences to be had in Manchester, Vermont, but there are tons of other things to do, places to eat that we didn't even get to talk about today. So In the episode description, I'm going to include a link to my Manchester travel guide. Some awesome other places to check out, including Pastime Pinball, the Southern Vermont Art Center, Hildeen, the Lincoln Family Home. Yes, President Abraham Lincoln. You can go to their Hildeen, the Family Home, and so much more. So there's a lot of really unique attractions in Vermont besides the driving ones. And you could head over to thoughtcard.com to check that out. Chris, 
are you coming with me to Vermont next time? Yes. Absolutely. Well, we're doing I'm a drive to Vermont. <laughs> yeah, and I'm driving. You can drive. You can drive. <laughs> I don't want to drive. <laughs> I I love it. I love it. So thanks again for listening to another episode of Road Trip Ready. We hope that you can discover new destinations that you maybe haven't heard of before or haven't considered. And add Manchester, Vermont to your list. There's tons of things to do again in all seasons. I went in the spring, but as you can imagine, Vermont in winter is a whole different adventure. So definitely go ahead and check them out. And that's a wrap. 